I'm um, I'm a little knackered, Lee. So you're gonna oh. you're gonna have to carry this one. You see, that fills me with a certain amount of dread because you got I'm nothing. A lot knackered. Oh, I am, my I my head is empty. I am now ten days into living by myself, except for Jeffrey, and also <laughs> seven days into working entirely from home. So. I have not had any human companionship. So should we just um, should we just stop this now, and then people it'll be a surprise episode for people on Wednesday. This is a podcast in which two friends talk about the pleasures, absurdities, and imperfections of being human. I'm Simon Ellis. And I'm Lee Miller. Welcome to Midlifing. You know how it's really boring to talk about people's dreams? I uh, I dreamt about you this week. <laughs> Did you? Was it a little bit? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I'm not laughing. Be- I'm laughing because of the awkwardness. Um, you died. And I um, I got really upset because I didn't know how to upload the <laughs> the episode to tell everybody you were dead. <laughs> so that was my... I had this like anxiety dream that I wouldn't be able to tell people. <laughs> so um, that is an important Yikes. thing, isn't it? You, we need to, you, we, you need to know how to... Because I reckon I can figure out how to edit. Like, you know, I've, I've done plenty of editing in my time. But um, do you think you'd be okay choosing show title? Yep, you'd be good. Uh, yeah, but I'd yes. Be fine. I'll, I, well, it'll be a fairly short show title because I would have been presumably just making announcements rather than, you know, mm. trying to. Yeah, Simon I mean... is dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, Simon joined my mother's spreadsheet before she did. <laughs> oh. But we're not going to talk about dreams. No, we're not going to talk about dreams. Instead, we're going to talk about uh, microdosing psilocybin. Uh, or we're going to talk about pumping raw sewage into the sea. I don't know why I'm laughing about that one. Or we're going to talk about heating crisis. Wow. <laughs> These are the things that have managed to um, puncture the veil of my focus this week to manage to get in. I'm, I'm just looking through my um, my uh, list of possible things to talk about on midlifing. What's wrong with psilocybin? Well, it seems like psilocybin is um, today's cure-all. Yeah. Have you ever been tempted by psychedelics? I've had. I've taken acid. Okay. That was an interesting experience. <laughs> and was it a one-off, or was it something that you thought, mm, "This this has opened the doorways to perception, perception. etc., etc." <laughs> it was a one-off, um, not because I um, didn't have a pretty uh, wild time, but um, mm. because I'm so pragmatic about those things. Because, of course, it, it's not like you go. It's not like you just because you just wired the whole time and so then the, the yeah. kind of the coming down or the effectively i guess the hangover hmm. just goes on and on and so i don't i mean i guess that's less for people who take them a little more often 
<laughs> and so the, just the pragmatic aspect of me is, well, how am I going to how am I going to start work on Monday? <laughs> uh, you see, that's why I think that's why people are excited about the idea of the microdose. Right. Although it... I was reading something that suggested that microdosing was actually not effective, and it was just um, a what's a magic, a placebo. Yeah, no, sort of cybin, uh, psilocybin. That's how you say it, isn't it? Yeah, it's the one from the mushrooms. Yes, I watched that fantastic, as the Americans say, fungi um, film, that documentary. (laughs) I mean, mushrooms, fungi are bloody extraordinary. Clearly. They're pretty super awesome, aren't they? Really? I mean, there's not much to complain about. (laughs) (laughs) Two middle-aged academics talking about mushrooms, which they know nothing about. Well, we know they're rhizomatic. We know ah, that they're You could delightful. talk about Deleuze and Guattari. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to do that. It must be a little I'm going to leave my body without organs where it belongs. <laughs> which is in... Oh, I'm sorry, everybody. That was a D&G reference, and I feel a little bit shit. It was a D&G dad joke, basically. It really was. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it, but it's, I've done my best, my best post-structuralist joke ever on the uh, podcast before. Haven't you I? have. You have. Yeah, and I don't think it bears telling twice. I think, uh, <laughs> I, I, I think, really I think if this people so are really funny. keen to listen to it, they should go back to one of the early episodes. Yeah, uh, just go and find it. One of the first ten, it, it'll just appear out of nowhere, and you'll think, mm, hmm, it wasn't worth of going my back life for. Waste. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, why are you tired today, Simon? Because um, if it's not from the microdosing. Well, I've had a, I've had a, a big week. Um, mm. I've worked a lot. And then today, when I should have been working, um, we went to Oxford to have a, a walk along the river and have a picnic with some friends. Not you and Bob. Oh. No, but friends that I know. Um, do you? I don't know. I'm just assuming that you only know one lot of people in Oxford. No, they're not from Oxford. Uh, one oh. person came from London, who you don't know. I do not and know And then, them, a, then two people came from just out of Didcot Parkway, and you don't know them uh, either. I thought you were talking about our mutual friends who live in Oxford or just outside of Oxford. No, they were going to come, but... Um, they decided they didn't want to spend time with you. Well, that's okay. I Just think, move on. I think... We, we won't dwell on it. I'm not going to say that that's the reason, but let's... Uh, that's... <laughs> Now that you've planted the seed rhizomatically. I don't think you can plant a rhizomatic seed. I don't know that there is a seed involved. I think it would be a spore. Oh, very nice. Oh, that would be a spore for a mushroom, of course. But a potato could be a rhizome, so you get seed potatoes. So I take it back. I could have planted a rhizomatic seed. If it was a potato of doubt in your head, I did indeed plant a seed. A potato of doubt in your head. Hmm, I wonder if that could be a show title. I'm just, all I'm going to do in this episode, because it's, we should finish soon. We might, we've, I think we've talked enough. Um, <laughs> but anyway, it was lovely. We took things for a picnic because it was, we decided it was a kind of a joint birthday for people who'd had birthdays and for people who are about to have birthdays. And the, That would be you. Just had your birthday. You had your right. birthday three days ago. Um, so yes, and we then we gave out, Lil had made a cake, and we gave out cake in order of people's birthdays. So I got mine second. Oh, 
I like that. I know. And there are a couple Did, of people who got birthday cake who haven't had their birthdays yet. So they were future. Hmm. They were futurists. So that was paid forward. Did the forward. people who had the cakes given to them, were they not only ordered in relationship to when the birthdays were, were they also sized? No, but that would have been great. And I think sizing should have happened based on who Age. was the, yeah, exactly. yes. the um, yes. oldest should get the biggest. The oldest should get half the cake. Because I am in that group of people. I think I am five, four years older than the next person. Oh, so there was a 50-year-old there. Just about 50, like in the next, um, Just about 50. next couple of weeks. So yeah, I'm, oh, I, I was the I was the mature person holding the groups, uh, holding the group together. In that, you were holding the group's handbags while they were all uh, microdosing psilocybin. Exactly, exactly. Cool. But it was lovely. But it was some um, we had uh, we had some prosecco by the river, and um, and then any kind of you know just having a you know a little bit of drink like that. I just I just crashed. I just slept on the train there before, and then slept on the train back. I don't know. So I'm I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. But yeah. and also because I had Tuesday, we had my birthday, and so we had an extra mm. extra large meal, and so mm. yeah, it's been it's been a busy hectic week. And work, I mean, work. work happens, doesn't it? Work happens, and you and I are probably the two academics who are still standing <laughs> during these crazy days of late August, where everybody seems to be on leave. Which is great in terms of. Uh, uh, again, switch this off now. Um, number of emails, number of emails received, isn't it? Oh. I have a. Um... Wait. What? Wait. Have you got a uh, have no. you got a fart brewing? No. <laughs> I thought you were just going to do a massive fart into the microphone for a giggle. Um. <laughs> you kind of want to, don't you? No, I no, I really don't. That's what trains. You don't want to, or what, you don't have one. I in don't the pipes. want to, and that's what trains oh. are for. <laughs> Is this because people are too loud and you? That's what elevators are for. Sugar. Oh, Simon, that's horrible. Mm. Mm. It is, isn't it? Anyway, why am I waiting if it's not for? Um... Oh, because I just thought I'd found something that we could talk about. Mm. But it's it seems like a bit subject normal, actually. Oh God, is it more like? <sighs> oh, get, oh, here we go. Go people doing shitty things to one another and then I was getting cross about it. Like Liz, like Liz Truss deciding that wait, it's wait, a good idea Liz to Truss? say... Who's Liz Truss? Liz Truss is one of the people who is deciding that she would quite like to be the leader of the Conservative Party and therefore our next Prime Minister because the political system in the UK is broken. Um, and she was asked something about France and she said, well, uh, it's, it's yet to be decided if France are our friends or our enemies. And it's like... Hang about. Yeah, it's, enemies. It's, it's strange language enemies. to use, isn't it? Enemies? Yeah. That's, that's quite literally fighting talk. It's very strange, uh, especially after you've just left uh, the European Union. And it's not like, oh, was there, have there ever been any wars between France and England? No. <laughs> I just I mean, William the odd. Conqueror? Yeah, I just think it's really odd that you, you know, our closest neighbour... I suppose, I don't know, is Ireland our closest neighbour? I don't know, Mm. geographically. Depends on which part of uh, the UK you're in, I suspect. I said, well, yes, it's one of those things, isn't it? Yes, I'm sure there are people in the outer Hebrides who are saying, oh, it's Norway. Um, (laughs) Our closest closest neighbours who speak a different language. 
but yeah, the uh, it just seems a it seems a strange, strange thing. But I guess it's about posturing and and trying to play to the home base of of xenophobes, racists, and people who well, isolationists like to shout. Also, that kind of sense that you know, just what a great nation we're it's an called, island. It's called we're great, an island. That's right, it's Great Britain. It's not mediocre Britain. I don't know. All evidence to the contrary. As we pump our shit into the sea. Wow, that's hard. It's hard. It's it's hard looking at the news, isn't it? I mean, I'm sorry, listeners, but um, it is a yeah. It is a hard listen right now, everybody. But it's just it feels like it's yeah. It and so, what's like your relationship to that? In the sense that do you do you just get angry, or then what? Like, do you, or do you dismiss it, or do you go, I'm just not going to look at it? Like, how is it that like what is it that we do? What is it that we what is it that we should do? Give me some advice. I want your advice. You are asking the wrong person. Great. Because... Can you get someone else on then? <laughs> Jeffrey. Jeffrey. <laughs> well well Jeffrey's response is to uh is to get conjunctivitis and need to go to the vets today. Is that <laughs> Oh no. So that's about <laughs> that's about swimming in the in the in the turd filled uh, rivers, right? No, that's about getting a little bit of um they think it's probably from from pollen and grass dust because it's been so dry so his eyes have just gotten Oh, bits, yeah. Povero, so anyway. Povero. But he did have some lovely dye dropped into his eye to make sure that he didn't have any scratching on the uh, on the Ritner. surface of his eyeball. Yeah, and um, <laughs> and it made his tears and his snot go luminous green. Oh, <laughs> it was really fun. It was really fun. Fun for you, dog dad stories. Um, let's not ask Jeffrey what he thinks about the news because he hasn't been reading it because he's not been able to see very well. And... But, but it's funny though. It's, it's it is funny the thing about the enemy though. I just want to because the the thing I was looking at on my list of things possible things to talk about. Which just to be clear, listeners, this is not a plan. It's um it's a it's basically labelled midlifing if desperate. And here it is, writer Jean. Knudsen Hoffman says, an enemy is one whose story we have not heard. It's hard to feel dehumanizing disgust for people you know personally. Less hard when you rarely see your enemies in person and even less hard when destructive cherry picking teaches you only the worst of the worst about them. And so it, to me, it is extraordinary that this person, Liz Truss, would use that word. It's, it, it, it's mind boggling actually yeah because these are not that it is a kind of way isn't it it's it's alienating it's distancing it's creating it it's well it's this that's what i mean it's subject normal it's othering yeah 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 i think bob and i were talking about this um earlier on today and she's obviously she's in in lisbon so she's in the capital city of another country and um i've never felt more jealous of her Because she's just wandering around and... Um, being European. Being European. And it feels so... It feels so very, very far away at the moment. Mm. Because I think of discourse. And I think because... In answer to your question, how do I... You know, how should we cope with news stories that... You know, about the, the escalating cost Yes, yeah, so I was treating you as an agony uncle. Yeah. and And just the... The the number of the number of people elderly people who have limited incomes saying um, oh, there's a woman being interviewed in the newspaper today saying I think she's eighty I'd be better off dead 
then having to deal with how much it's going to cost me. And you just find yourself going, how have we got here? Mm. Also, how have we got here where it feels like saying, I think pumping raw sewage into the sea is a bad thing, feels like a radical political statement? <laughs> you know, so there, you're, it, you're, in the, you're, in the, you're in the land of helplessness there, aren't you? I think I am. I think I feel helpless. It's like the 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 size of the the. It's maybe not just the size. It's and the, the scale quantity of the and quality, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it it just feels it feels like <laughs> the. I mean, like the Liz Trust thing and the enemy feel. It's so um, piffling. It's such a nonsense. It doesn't matter. But it, it's well, it is just, playing to it, a base, isn't it? It's basically yeah, exactly. saying it's it's basically it's the equivalent of Mexicans are rapists out of the words out of the mouth of the orange one back in two thousand and fifteen yes. or sixteen or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 exactly not that I'm othering orange people, just to be clear. <laughs> Some of your best friends are umpalumpas, I know, I know. <laughs> I think Q Umpalumpa song <laughs> insert it here. We don't have the rights. Um, oh, no, no, no. Come on, just a little bit. <laughs> I think that the, the helplessness is coming from the, the... It feels like somebody's putting eggs in my basket at a, a faster rate than I can take them out. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to... Uh, that, yeah. So I think we've, there's enough context there for listeners, right? There's a, there's a cost of living crisis. It seems like the in this country and... Boris Johnson, who is still the Prime Minister um, in name, except when he's in Ukraine, where he's um, uh, sealing his legacy as the uh, as the great supporter of the Ukraine, um, where he just blames Russia for um, this crisis. And there's no question that that's a part of what's going on. Um, but it's... So there's a, and it looks like, you know, the cost of power in this country is going to go up. What is it? 300% or it's like, it's, they're, they're large numbers. Um, Yeah. Really, really huge, huge increases. And so just on the, on the tail end of the pandemic where a lot of small businesses have um, uh, just sort of soldiered on, it's like the final nail in the coffin. And then there are, of course, there's Lee's uh, uh, alluding to people who are um, so on the breadline that um, they're at serious risk. And, you know, it's depending on the newspaper you read, uh, there's um, certainly the risk of people dying as a consequence of this of this crisis. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty dark times, it's true. And it's, um, I don't, uh, it's funny because the, the, the thing that Boris Johnson, clearly uh, very charismatic uh, or um, to some people and or to uh, the vast majority of the, of the country really and um because it wasn't really the party they were voting for um more so for him so it's you know that kind of a sort of cult of personality but also he he seemed to provide a very clear um resolution for um people disaffected or people frustrated by um the Willy won't he Brexit? You know the sort of situation coming out of uh, the the end of the of the 
the period of time post-voting, post-referendum vote, he, he sort of provided glue in a way for, um, as they say, getting Brexit done because Brexit is Brexit and all that kind of rhetoric. So he, he muddied the, the left-right water in a way that um, I suspect will become clearer or demudify um, once Liz is uh, fully ensconced in the... And number ten. I just get so, I, and this is why you did you did the wrong thing asking me <laughs> what I do about news because clearly it goes in, but it doesn't go in well enough mm. because it 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 it, it, it I, I'm trying to avoid the word triggers because I don't want to sound <laughs> I don't want to sound <laughs> just like say that, the vibe but, is bad. Just use the word vibe. I reckon. Like, yeah, <laughs> it gives okay. you a bad vibe. <laughs> It gives me a oh yeah, it gives me such a bad vibe. I feel, I feel so jangly. <laughs> Jangly's much better. I feel so jangly. I can't get to the end of. I can't get to the end of anything at the minute. My attention span has vanished. Hang on, just going to scratch you off my list of people to talk to after a bad week. <laughs> gonna, hang on, wait. Okay, okay, you're uh, you're officially relieved of any duties of. Um, I want everybody yeah. to know I am the best person to talk to if you, as an individual, have had a bad week about something specific connected to your life. But this I, is my mm... voice drops into that nice chest resonant place, and I just go, "Sweetheart, do you need a cuddle? Go on." Tell me what you. Oh, I'm, I'm laughing so because you've done that to me so much in the recent months. Like, <laughs> I, I am, I am built. <laughs> it's like you're the, acting. You're... <laughs> no, no, no. The thing is, it's the thing is, it is entirely, it is entirely sincere. It's a skill set I have to utilize my entire body to be with a person who is struggling. And Could I, you do a Sean Connery to, version of uh, taking care of someone. <laughs> no, because that would be acting. No, no, oh, no. Simon, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> that was awful. I'm so sorry. Is Sean Connery dead? He is. He is he? He's is, on my mum's yeah. spreadsheet. Right. Is, yeah. We need um, to. Do you think your mum could share the spreadsheet with us? It would be good to have a sort of so that we don't have to keep checking with her. Well, I've asked her to pu- publish it to the cloud, but she just uh, she doesn't trust uh, online <laughs> servers. She does everything longhand with a ruler. I mean, it's in the. Uh, by the way, the other part of the same piece of text that I, uh, in fact, before it is this: if you're thinking about politics, without regularly asking yourself what does this look feel like to the people I don't know, you're going to get a lot of things wrong, which ultimately makes you less politically effective. And I, I really, really, really like that. Like there's an opportunity here, which is away from helplessness, which is to keep asking ourselves the question, what does it look or feel like this situation to people I don't know? And this is the terrible thing, isn't it, about silos and bubbles and tribalism and, and even, even the suburbs we live in, which are, which are fancy suburbs compared to the ones next to them. And all that stuff, which is a way of isolating ourselves from people we don't know and and inevitably not being able to even imagine the lives of other people yeah i think that's where probably at the moment british media is doing quite a good job of reaching out to people who are from who who are not my next door neighbor it's oh yeah right i am i am hearing stories from people from from young pa- from young parents from old 
old people who uh, who are on a, a very limited fixed income in rental accommodation. You know, I'm, I'm I am hearing those stories about panic at this point in August when it is still yeah, boiling hot outside. From, yeah. You know, we are we are a long way and about twenty degrees away from the winter. Mm. It's going to be pretty. And that's cruel, if it's it? and that's if it's a mild winter. Mm. You know. If we hover around the three degrees, it's a mild winter. And the you know the last couple of years, because of the global climate, the global climate catastrophe, it has been. But you know, sod's law, it'll be one where we have a bounce back to the minus temperatures, and people will die. I just have to ask then, if you this is not an easy question because I don't know where I but. If you feel helpless, then what does your responsibility become? All right, piss off. All right, I'm going to... I'm stopping. Let me just...